Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Good morning, Facebook Live. Good afternoon, East Coasters. Hopefully you can uh, hear me okay, see me okay. Uh, Please chime in if you do. Uh, We are using a new technology called StreamYard uh, to improve our ability to bring live coaching to you all. So my name is Trevor Hammond. I am your high trust coach for the day. Uh, Welcome. I'm excited. Uh, Always excited to share uh, with anyone that I can help bring an impact uh, to your business on, to your life, uh, to your productivity. Um, three months of working from home. Uh, good morning. Um, so welcome to my home office, my home library. I've got my San Diego coffee mug to just remember an amazing sales mastery uh, last year down in San Diego. Um, working on uh, no haircut for three months. So hopefully that doesn't show too much on this call. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you can relate. Anyway, today we are here uh, to talk about productivity, and I want this to be uh, full of engagement. I want you to post questions, some ideas. Good morning. Um, I'm going to really drill down on what we call the 80-20 rule, and uh, if any of you have not read uh, High Trust Selling, uh, I grew up on this book and these these laws, the 14 laws in here. Uh, if you haven't read it in a while, I encourage you to get it out. Uh, what I'm doing just as a as a potential tip for you is I'm committing a month to each of the laws. And sometimes you got to double up, right? 14 laws, 12 months. Uh, but in May, I really dove into the law of the hourglass. And I looked at this law with a new... Um, through a new lens. And so I really want to unpack that with you. I've been unpacking it in my own business, my own day-to-day with my own team and talking about this with coaching clients uh, through high trust. And the law of the hourglass is basically this. You must make your moves before your time runs out. Now, that sounds kind of (laughs) vague maybe for some of you, but what it really means, imagine an hourglass. We all know what an hourglass is, correct? You know, you you turn it over, whether it's during a game or you're trying to time something and those little granules of sand start to go through the the hourglass, right? And once that sand, that last grain falls through, your time's out. And what it means for us as mortgage professionals is we have got to make the most of our time. We've got to be productive. You know, here's the reality. Uh, We all have the same amount of time, right? Every mortgage professional, you and the person next to you, uh, when you're at the office, that is, uh, everybody else in your office, everybody in your company, everybody in the mortgage industry has the same amount of time. We all have 24 hours. So if you want to drill that down, you have the same amount. If everybody was going to work an eight-hour day, the question I want you to ask yourself is, why do why do some people in that work time, like once they plug in, why do some people accomplish so much more? than others? That's the question. You know, there's somebody probably in your office or within your company who in the similar or same amount of time is helping 15 to 20 families, if not more, every month. 
And there's somebody in that same company helping three to five families a month. And assuming they work the same hours, what's the difference? It is the law of the hourglass. It's what you do with your time, right? We cannot manage time. We can only manage our priorities. And so that is one of the key takeaways uh, from the law of the hourglass is stop trying to manage time. You've got to prioritize your time. You've got to figure out how do I spend the right amount of time on the right activities. So please throw in any thoughts or comments around this as I go. I can't really see all of you, but you can see me. Um, this will be shared among uh, across a few um, uh, interweb places to have a big impact as much as we can on people. So again, you've probably, I know I have, I have them all the time, right? It's, it's never a perfect formula, but have you had those days where you get to the end of the day and you're like, I got, I didn't get anything done that I wanted to get done. Have you had one of those weeks? Have you possibly had a month, right? Those days go fast. They turn into a week and that turns into a month where you're like, well, I feel like all I did was sit here and, and react to everything coming at me all day. So that's what I want you to be thinking about as we think about the law of the hourglass. And there's three main, I guess, takeaways that I get when I read this that I want to share with you. The number one takeaway or component is what's an hour worth for you? All right, so this is a pretty simple one, but a, a hugely powerful concept. What is your time worth? What is every hour of work worth to you? So what we do for our high trust coaching clients um, is we each month have them calculate their hourly rate. All right, and I remember I was probably this, my second year in the business. I went to my first sales mastery event. Uh, I became a student of the high trust selling laws, right? The principles in there. And I started calculating my hourly rate. And it's simple. If you're, if you're not doing this, I, I strongly encourage you, as soon as we're done with this call, go look at your gross commissions for May and then kind of go through your calendar. You probably don't track your hours per se specifically, but go back to your calendar in May and get a really good idea of how many hours you worked to produce those commissions. All right. And then if you do that every month, you start to see a trend. And to me, the hourly rate is, is such a key performance indicator of, am I really working smarter, not harder? Uh, am I really spending my time on the highest profitability activities? But what happened for me that may happen for you and some of my coaching clients, I mean, we've seen in the months where we have been coaching, I've seen hourly rates go from double digits to triple digits to the thousand dollar plus hourly rate. Now that's in, that's incredible, right? And the, the confidence you get as a mortgage professional when you're having the impact you get to have on the lives of people you serve and the team around you that relies on you, and you see your hourly rate higher than probably any client or customer that comes your way, you've got to start realizing, man, my time is worth a lot. So stop wasting it. It is not about ego. It's not about, wow, look what I'm worth. It is about, wow, my time is the most valuable thing I have. Whether you know your hourly rate or not, we know time is the most valuable thing we have, right? We cannot get more time. Once that, that last granule of sand goes through, it's your time's done for that day, for that week, for that month, for that year, okay? So we've got to make the most of it. So figure out what your time is worth, hourly rate, commissions divided by hours worked. 
And that's the start of this whole thing, right? If you're going to manage your priorities, then I need to know, okay, what's my time worth? And what, what happens for me at least is if I'm worth $100 an hour, $500 an hour, $1,000 an hour, whatever your number is worth, I'm looking at what I'm spending my time on and I'm asking myself, is would I pay somebody else $500 an hour to do this activity? Because this activity is taking up 20 minutes of my day, two hours of my day, sometimes six to eight hours of my day are these activities. If not, you've got options. You either need to delegate those activities to somebody else. You need to automate those activities, perhaps. Or you just need to plain stop doing those activities. So that's where we start cleaning up how we spend our time, okay? Know what your time is worth personally and start there. Then the next huge question that I, I love thinking about myself and I wanted to share with you is the 100% question. What if I could spend 100% of my time on the one, two, three activities maybe that, that make me the most money, that are the most profitable to my team and my business and my company? What if? Now, that might not be realistic, but you've got to ask that question. What would that look like if I could spend 100% of my time on the one or two things that bring the greatest profitability and make the most impact for my team and my company and my business overall? What would that look like? What would I have to start doing more of or what I have to stop doing, right? And so now you can see how the hourly rate kind of comes into that to help you define what you should be doing, those one, two, three things, and what you need to start getting rid of. So if you've done this or have thoughts about this, please throw the comments in. Uh, I don't like 30-minute monologues. Uh, I can go talk to myself for 30 minutes. This, bring ideas. How have you done this? Have you calculated your hourly rate ever? Um, I'm going to take a drink and I'm going to wait for some answers. I'm going to dive into the 80 20 rule. Here goes. Comments, please. Teresa, thank you very much. You're amazing. So I appreciate all the good mornings, but have you ever calculated your hourly rate? Have you done it? You don't need to post your hourly rate. Any thoughts about that? All right. So I'm going to dive into the 80 20 principle. Um, the Pareto's principle, all right? The, the other way that uh, Todd shares in the book is the vital few and the trivial many. I like that, that way to think about it. And we can apply this. When, when, the more you <laughs> dive into the 80-20 rule, the, the more impactful it becomes as you think about those things. Uh, thank you, Stephen. Um, what do you need 80-20 in your business, right? And what that means is, okay, a small number of causes are responsible for a large percentage of your results or the effect okay, on your business. So think about your database. It's the first thing I want you to think about. Okay, we're, Many of us are busier than ever. We uh, have lots and lots of people we're helping with refinance business. Who are the top 20% of the people in your database that can produce 80% more revenue if you spent more time with them? That's how when you start thinking about this. So a lot of my coaching clients, right? And, and by the way, I don't want to forget to mention, if you would like to talk to a coach to get some ideas, if you just want to spend 30 minutes of free time with a professional coach to vet out some of the things I'm talking about, go to High Trust Coaching. 
Uh, looks like they're just putting it on the screen for us right there. Look at that. Um, and have a free consultation. You know, I know I, I talk to people all around the country and I know how many days go by where time gets wasted. And so a lot of my coaching time is around that establishing routines, being more and more productive. And as I've shared, it's so fun to watch their hourly rates go up as they get really, really intentional and purposeful about how they spend their time. All right. So thank you for the comments. Great idea, thought process. Don't neglect your database when you're busy. Absolutely. So we're starting with database. Now, sometimes if you have a thousand people in your database, you can't call all thousand people. But as you become a top producer, you need to constantly assess within your database, who are your top 20%? Who are the biggest influences in your database? Here's another way to say this, that, that, that you can have a lot of fun with this concept. Who are the top 20% in my database? That if I would invest 80% of my database time on those 20%, I can increase the results coming from my database by 80%. You get all that? I need to watch that again, rewind this. But that's how you start thinking about that. Shift over to your referral partners. Okay, look at your real estate partnerships. Okay, if you can call them that. A lot of people just have referral relationships, right? You're one of three cards. But we're all striving for true, trusted partnerships, all right? Where you're a part of their success, they're a part of your success. You work together constantly to script together, all right? Get people on the phone. Don't just send me an email late at night saying, hey, so-and-so is going to call you, right? You really work together to get that baton handoff improved and more effective. Who are your top 20% referral partners? Who are the 20% of your real estate agents? that result in 80% of the profits and revenue that you get from the real estate relationships you have? And are you spending the most time with those people? How could you go deeper with those people? There are times when you do need to go wider. And absolutely, there are times when you just don't have enough referral partnerships, okay? But the reality is, as we teach in high trust, is you can do more with fewer. And that's the beauty of the 80-20 rule is, man, if I put 80% of my time into the 20% of the people that produce the most revenue for me and my team and that I enjoy working with, that I have fun with, okay, that are coachable, that, that I would refer my family to, what would that look like? All right? So I want you to share how are you applying the 80-20 rule? And sometimes there's a delay I know with technology. Um, but let me know how you've applied it. What are you doing in your business to delegate, delete, automate things so you can spend more time on your top 20%? Okay, share with everybody in here because this becomes a thread, a conversation that becomes very powerful for anybody else, more powerful for anybody else that comes along uh, that's not on this live call. What have you let go of in your business? What activities have you hired somebody else to help you uh, take care of, right? I, I call that freedom from these, these things, which gives me freedom to do these things. Freedom from, freedom to. If you don't have an assistant yet or you need another assistant, which is a lot of conversations I have, is, is, is team growth and efficiency and becoming a better leader around that, is... If I had another person, 
what additional things do I need to free myself up from? And if I could do that, I'd free myself up to so one timing, email signature templates. Yes, right? I could reduce the time on emails and create templates. I could spend more time on my highest profitability activities. What else? Think about your partnerships. Think about your database. Think about your daily productivity. How much time do you spend, if you had to guess, in a day on pure proactive money-making activities? Please share that in there. I'd love to kind of hear the, the people that are on live at least. Just on average, 20% of your time, 50% of your time, 75% of your time, 10% of your time. If you get to the end of your day and you look back, how much percentage of time do you typically spend in proactively generating new business, revenue, asking for the business, calling people that could refer you business, face-to-face -face with a client who will pay you money to help solve their problems? some examples. You may not track it, right? If you're not in coaching, you're probably not tracking this as consistently as we are in coaching, but what are, what are some thoughts you have around that? Be honest. All progress starts by telling the truth to yourself. Uh, one to two hours a day, all right? Way too little, yes. I have my assistant using Slidell to leave update messages, uh, TBD and in-process files. Yes. Okay. All great examples. So when you say something like, and I bet a lot of you that aren't typing in have this, I spend, let's say you have an eight hour day and I spend one to two hours on a good day generating business. What would it look like if that went to two to four hours a day? What would you have to do? Okay. Think about that. That's that's where, as a coach, we push you a little bit. You've got to think beyond because you're you're in this tunnel, right? You've got to remember that everything you have to this point, the amount of business, the amount of good trusted partnerships you have, um, the team you have, is all a result of the decisions you make every day. Okay, there, there's no secret, you know, formula here or a pill you can take. You make these little decisions all day long to so the way you start your day. Uh, to the way you block interruptions or let interruptions happen every day that takes you off track. I get it. I've been in sales right now for 22 years in the mortgage industry, and I like squirrels and shiny nickels. They're awesome. Um, so I'm no different than anybody else, but I apply these principles to go, look, I can't let those things happen. I'll give you a little tip. If any of you have the little pop-up alerts on either your phone or your computer when emails come in or instant messages come in, I'll be blunt. That's the dumbest thing ever. Um, there's no way to be productive when you constantly have these little interruptions that then take your train of thought over. You're on a call with a client who pays you thousands of dollars for your time, and you've got little pop-ups on your phone buzzing and on your little lower corner of your computer interrupting that train of thought while somebody's on there paying you lots of money for your advice and your experience and your thoughts. Get rid of that stuff. You cannot be productive with that. All right. 
close your door. Anybody on here close their door and put a little sign out there that just says prospecting time, don't interrupt, JAM, okay, in our elite group, uh, part of the elite group of Todd Duncan, JAM stands for just another million. All right, meaning another million dollars of of productivity, of, of then revenue to your team. So totally agree. Thank you. I just said a whole bunch of things to agree with. <laughs> what? Bring some bring some content to this conversation, folks. Um, I love the engagement. Sounds like you're all listening, but share some ideas. Hey, this is a this is a mastermind. That's why I love this 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 forum. I am I am basically I love coordinating an awesome conversation. If it's got to be a conversation, so one to two hours a day on a good day, having your assistant use slide dial, right? You know it's important to stay in front of TBD clients, right? Those out shopping, you've got to you've got them on board. You got to keep them on board. That's a huge amount. But think about every little part of your process. And I spent uh, yesterday was a big coaching day. I had coaching calls all day long with our coaching clients through High Trust. Uh, and we talked a lot about the importance of separating the activity from whose name goes next to that activity. And a lot of times we just by default put our name next to all those activities. You know, for example, uh, a lot of you hopefully have a an ongoing potential refinance list. Okay, there's there's millions of people across the country that could benefit from refinancing right now, and you've got this long list of people. And if you're disciplined about it, you're constantly reviewing that as rates kind of go up and down and fluctuate, or you're waiting until they they've been in their house long enough to take advantage of these rates, whatever it might be. But here's the reality: if you've got a team, nobody says you have to review that list. Okay, you see, I'm going to peel back the onion even deeper and deeper here using the 80-20 rule because the 20% of the activity that gets you the business is you talking to that client about whether or not the refinance makes sense. Everything else, managing the list, going through the list, scrubbing it, checking what rates are doing, that could all be somebody else, but a lot of you have your name next to those activities. I just need to be on the phone building the trust, building the rapport, and helping them make the decision and pull them across the line if it is the right thing for the client. So just that alone could shave another 15, 20 minutes a day off of your uh, your activities and get you on the phone with two, three, four more people a day, right? Or leave 10 more messages. So have someone else scrub your list as an example of that. Come to you with the basically, here's five people that I think need a call today. They can't make the call the way you can, but they can get you the people if you give them the system what to look for. I just hired my first assistant. Delegate, delegate, delegate. Love it. So let's talk about this. 80-20 rule, a lot of you will realize I need more help. I need a team. And uh, early in my career, probably second year in the business, I hired a part-time assistant um, thanks to Todd, right? You know, Todd Duncan smacked me in the face. Uh, at the first sales mastery, and I read the book, and I thought about my hourly rate. I said, "Man, I I need to go do more of those things," which means I need somebody else to help me with these things. All right. I have eventually got up to five people on my team, and there's a couple things I want you to think about as far as why hire team members. 
you either need a teammate to help you with the to just support the volume you've got right now. Okay, some of you need just help in that way. But then the fear kicks in. Yeah, what if this all slows down in three months and I have to let that person go? Well, now you're back to doing those 80% activities that are not your top 20%, all right, that lead to 20% of your revenue. So think about this. And this is a tip as far as if, it, if team becomes one of the ways for you to increase your hourly rate, apply the 80-20 principle, um, and start to pursue that 100% question, a teammate can be brought on to help create new business as well. So one of the ways that we interview nowadays that I'll share with you that I that I share with our coaching clients is if I'm interviewing somebody today because I need help today, I, I'm swamped, I'm overwhelmed, I believe rates are going to stay low for a while, and, and I'm not I'm not predicting anything. But if you believe that, you can say that, hey, today I need you to do this, this, and this. This is what I need you for. How does that sound right into your interview process? But just know that we're in a very cyclical market. Uh, things change. It's the beauty of the industry. It's why I can never get tired of it. It's never the same, even though out from the outside, it seems the same. In six months, in two years, in six weeks, I might need you doing this, this, and this. All right? So I want you to have confidence. If you feel like you need another teammate, but you don't want to then you know, have that tough conversation with time to go rethink what team can do for you. If I need somebody to help me with my my pre-approvals and TBDs and staying in front of my clients that are out shopping for houses and get them updated pre-approval letters, right? And update interest rates. But then things happen to start to slow. Doesn't mean I can't shift that person over to now managing my post-close experience for my database. And you're now going to be in charge of creating new business by just giving massive love to my database of 500, 800, 1,000 clients that I've served in the past. You're going to call them on their birthdays. You're going to send little surprises. You're going to schedule my annual reviews with them. Okay. And you're going to find us new business. So think about that because really somebody type in here. I'm going to ask you this as we, as we start to wind down our time, because I want you to walk away with, this is the main thing I want you to walk away with is more clarity and determination, right? On on what you need to do and how you might be able to do it to begin making every single day more productive and more profitable, okay? Which if you do that every day, then every week is more profitable, every month is more profitable, and every year is more profitable, okay? When you hire teammates, you're also buying your freedom, okay? You can be with your family more. You have time to do some extras to take care of yourself so you're at your best when you're at work. and you can provide a better experience. So I got up to a five-person team. I was able to build a company, a team that helped 20 plus families every month without working Fridays and only staying late one night a week and never working weekends. That's what a team can do for you if you do it right. And you've got to become a student of leadership. You've got to become a student of systems. But if you need to apply the 80-20 rule and there's things you just can't delete, Get real clear on what you can let go of and let somebody else do it. As long as they do it well, let them do it, right? So when you say delegate, 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 absolutely. Delegate the 80% of the things that your customers, the referral partners still need. Okay, but I want you to share right now before we finish up here in a few minutes. 
what are some specific things you need to be doing? Only you can do at this point in your career. What are the top one, two, three things that if you could do more of would increase your revenue? So share in there. I'm going to take another sip of my San Diego Sales Mastery uh, commemorative mug. What are the top three things you could be doing more of that would make you more money? Bob bomb videos. I love that, by the way. Video is the way to go. If you're scared of it, get over it. I'm watching for some comments to come in. Calling my database. Yes. Imagine the impact of talking to your database more often. Right? If you want clients for life, you must talk to them during their life. Be a part of their life. And on that, you're talking near and dear to my heart here, but you need to set some goals. Set some goals around how many people in your database and are in coaching. Again, get a free coaching call. Take advantage of it. Hightrustcoaching.com. There is absolutely no reason to not set some rules for yourself about how many people in your database you're going to talk to every day or every week. Okay, We track that. We track database conversations. And here's the key. It's a live conversation with somebody and you ask for the business. And that changes your changes your habits. A lot of you do talk to people or you just leave messages and you feel like a little victory. You pat yourself on the back and wow, is it productive? But you didn't actually talk to anybody. You didn't get a chance to hear how they're doing. Ask powerful questions, right? And then say, hey, who else like you could I bring value to? Who else would benefit from a quick review of their mortgage, their house, their equity, their, their finances that I could help? Influencing your circle of cash flow, relationship building, absolutely. So we've got calling my database, meeting with new potential referral partners and clients, absolutely. Influencing your circle of cash flow, building relationships, those kind of overlap, right? Sitting down with financial advisors, sitting down with your realtors for business planning meetings. How many of you make status update calls and have conversations, but then don't ask for new business when you're on the phone? with that partner, all right? Or just take that, now I got you on the phone, you've got a captive audience and you say, hey, how's business going? What were your goals at the beginning of the year? How are you doing so far? Okay, we're five months in. Why don't we schedule a 30 minute just year to date business planning meeting together? I, I could use it. It'd benefit me a lot. And I wanna see kind of where you're at and like find out ways I can help you achieve your goals. That's what partnerships do. So what you're doing is you're taking that same call and you just 10x the productivity of that call. So we are at our 30 minutes. That's what I uh, promised you. That's what we promise you every week to bring value. Thank you for those of you commenting. Really appreciate it. If you have any questions, please reach out to us, hightrustcoaching.com. Uh, I also want to let you know that we are looking for, we're interviewing for more coaches. So. If you are someone that's had a certain level of success in this business, Brad Hacker, my boy, amazing rock star right there, um, go to High Trust Coaching and, and get an interview. Um, see if you qualify to be a coach. Um, you've got a heart for coaching others uh, and want to take that next step. Uh, it's such a fulfilling and rewarding uh, step into your career. 
to be able to run your business, run your day-to-day, run your team, but then pour into others. And uh, I've really embraced it. Brad Hacker, who just commented, uh, I get the joy of coaching that guy uh, every other week and every month. And watching him grow and thrive is amazing. Um, so please check it out. Um, Hope Borman, Hope.Borman at High Trust Coaching. It's on the screen right there. Cool that I can see that. Thank you. Um, but thank you. Okay, if you guys have questions, please reach out, utilize our community at I Trust Today. It is a community of people looking to become better high trust sales professionals and build a better high trust business. That's what it's all about. Pick the book back up, read through it, become a student of it. All right. Thank you. Make it a great rest of your week. You got this. I'm here for you. All right. Bye bye.